Well, delivery system is everything, Dr. Nick, and I always preach about delivery system. So if somebody that's battling with sleep issues, mm -hmm. the best way to do it with progesterone is through the oral form, right. capsule. And then the other best way is through a cream, which helps to absorb it better. However, with um, depending on your body fat too, because it's a lot, if you have a higher body fat content, it takes a little bit longer for it to absorb. Hey guys, we're at the Mr. Olympiad 2020, and we're in Orlando, Florida. It's exciting. I gotta tell you, there are so many incredible looking bodies, men and women. There's a lot of hormones walking around here. Absolutely. <laughs> what testosterone. do we do? Testosterone. <laughs> testosterone, managing estrogen. I don't know if they even deal with their cortisol and, and uh, some of the other progesterone issues, but uh, there's certainly a lot of testosterone walking around. Absolutely. And amazing. They look absolutely amazing. And we just had a meal, we just had lunch, and we see how they eat. They're really, really disciplined. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to consider these people who are ripped to shreds, meaning they are as lean as you can get. Uh, their abs are showing, their muscles, their striations. I mean, just literally from the, the legs on up. I mean, just everywhere <laughs> you look, right? And, and I'm not just talking the guys. I mean, we're talking the ladies, too. Oh, yeah, the ladies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I've had the fortune to measure some of these uh, rather amazing specimens, and they're walking around with fairly substantial testosterone levels. Absolutely, and not only that, Dr. Nick, but the most, the main complaint about these um, professional bodybuilders or athletes is the energy. Their really? energy level is so low, so they look amazing on the outside, but after the workout, they just want to go home and crash. Yeah. Well, it's probably partly when you're, when you're building up that anabolic testosterone, if you will, they're really pushing hard on the catabolic adrenal. And the adrenals really are the core organ that generates cortisol that gives you the energy to push food into the cells, amino acids, fatty acids, and glucose. And without that, without su substantial support, on a regular basis, if there's drop-offs in the adrenals and the cortisol output, they're gonna feel tired and fatigued and even be susceptible to colds and flus. Exactly, and when we talk about the adrenals, the adrenal is the gland that sits right on top of your kidneys. So these two little bean-shaped glands that does so much for your body. I would say it's probably the most misunderstood, overlooked hormone in terms of its ability to manage how you feel day in and day out and how you perform mentally, physically. I mean, it's gotta be one of the most. And when you think of adrenal fatigue, I mean, people are literally having to overstimulate their body because they really don't know how to manage those adrenals. Absolutely. And you know, I think part of it is if, if you take someone who's on that borderline of adrenal burnout, they're not getting quality sleep, they're not getting outdoors in the daylight, they're putting maybe tan, suntan lotion that makes them look tan, but they're not necessarily tan. Uh, I, you know, I, I think there, there is some challenges, but you know, everyone has something to learn. You know, even the pro bodybuilders uh, onto the general public. And I think that's the fun thing about pro bodybuilders is you can learn a lot from what they've done, how far they've taken the body, and what you need to do to take it to the next level, particularly from a performance standpoint, even if you don't want to look as big and freaky as some of them do. Oh, yes, absolutely. Any athletes out there or just 
common people like you and I. I take my adrenal support all the time. Yeah, because I, we, we live in a high-stress world, a high-stress society, and um, having that adrenal gland to function where it should be at is really important. Yeah, not only does it help you to deal with stress, uh, certainly uh, emo emotional ups and downs, and really uh, it helps to kind of trigger and tell the white blood cells to mobilize and to do their job. So it, it is the front line of defense, uh, particularly for fighting flus and, and colds and viruses and so forth. And, you know, now in these times and ages, people really need to hear this. Absolutely. And then, of course, we talk about the hypothalamus, the pituitary adrenal axis. That's so important when you talk about adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout. And I have a question, Dr. Kathleen. You know, women, they reach that age, which we call menopause, and the hormones are kind of drastically dropping. Guys, they tend to drop gradually over time, particularly with testosterone, and they almost don't realize that it's dropped until, you know, someone actually measures them and then they do a questionnaire and evaluation. But women are very attuned to what's going on with their body, obviously because of monthly menstrual cycles. But when those cycles cease, there's a big change in the hormones. What's going on with these various hormones? Well, as we age, our hormones start to decline and the thyroid's the first hormone to go down at the age of 25. And that's why stubborn weight gain happens to be around the belly area, which we call that cortisol or belly fat. Yeah. And then I would look further, too, because when we see a society where we say, well, wait a minute, testosterone is declining with age in men and women. However, there is a rather problematic hormone that's increasing over time. And that's because of the issue in our environment and the foods that we eat. And we call that estrogen dominance. That, too, can add to belly fat. Absolutely. And just like you say, when a woman goes through menopause, we call it men on pause because their sex drive goes all the way down and it's because their testosterone level starts to plummet. So if we're looking at helping to balance a woman who's in menopause, let's focus on that. What are the steps once we get lab levels back, particularly say with, with blood, which is the standard, but also maybe a doctor will go a little further and do 24-hour urine tests just to see what's going on with the metabolites. But what type of hormones are we talking about that we can intervene with that will help a, a woman to go through that transition and really even start feeling better maybe than she has in years. Exactly. Well, when we talk about women, it's a little bit more complicated. We're complicated creatures. And so we have to make sure we balance our testosterone. We have to make sure we balance our estrogen, our progesterone, and also our thyroid hormone. So if we're adjusting, could the progesterone be used as Oops, sorry. Could could the progesterone oh. be used as a as a cream or? <laughs> well, we're having fun at the Mr. Olympiad, <laughs> a new oh gosh, new, oh. new superstar there. <laughs> so, <laughs> kids have those hormones going on too. It's all good. Don't worry. So when we're looking at that, then so progesterone could it be uh, used as a capsule at night uh, before bedtime? Could it be used as progesterone cream? Well, delivery system is everything, Dr. Nick, and I always preach about delivery system. So if somebody that's battling with sleep issues, mm -hmm. the best way to do it with progesterone is through the oral form, right. capsule. And then the other best way is through a cream, which helps to absorb it better. However, with um, depending on your body fat, too, because it's a lot, if you have a higher body fat content, 
it takes a little bit longer for it to absorb. So a woman who's in menopause, if you will, and she's having a lot of symptoms, whether it be hot flashes or night sweats, there's two different issues going on there, right? Uh, let's address that and also let's recognize, you know, this, unpro this problematic weight gain. And if, if we look at that, you know, some doctors might look at lab levels and say, oh, she's got low progesterone, the estrogen level seems to be in an okay level, and just by restoring progesterone, that's not enough, is it? No, that's not enough. When we, when we work with hormones, it's like you have to look at the whole entire picture and figure out what's the root cause, what's the primary problem. And again, depending on what their labs and their symptoms as well. So if we have somebody that gains a lot of weight, go and tell their doctor, hey, I gained 25 pounds within the last year. It's like a red flag. Hey, that's not right. And then what does the doctor say? Oh, just eat less and exercise more. <laughs> right. And that's not the answer. Right. So when a woman is going through this process and you're adjusting dosages, you're helping her. One of the things that uh, oftentimes a doctor can do is use testosterone, say pellets or testosterone cream, because some of that testosterone will convert into some of the estrogen if they are truly deficient in some of the estrogens, as along with orchestrating these other hormones, right? Exactly, and there's like 50 different forms of estrogen out there. So I always like to focus and simplify, simplify things and just say two forms, E1, which is the estrogen, estrione, which is the bad estrogen, and then E2 is the estradiol, which is a good estrogen. So what we want to do is that we always want to have the good guy greater, higher than the bad guy. So E2 should always be greater than E1. And, and young women tend to have, uh, if you will, higher even estriol uh, and the estradiol with much less estrione, correct? Yes. And yes. So, so when we're helping a woman to adjust to the menopausal uh, situation, what we're wanting to do is kind of mimic closer to youthful levels of, say, a young woman, too. Exactly. And, and sometimes you have to balance that progesterone to keep that estrogen at bay, or sometimes you gotta balance the good estrogen. You have to detoxify the body from all the toxins that's, that's competing with the receptor cells of the good estrogen or of that thyroid hormone or of any hormone. And isn't this where the DIM and the uh, turmeric come in from the right combinations of herbs? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, because it helps to shunt down the right pathway. And then we need methyl donors, too, for the final phase of estrogen dominance, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So what we're talking about is something that uh, maybe in past generations wasn't so clear about how to go about managing these situations. But now with decades of experience, uh, we're seeing fabulous results for women. And, of course, we're encouraging those women who also want to learn more about what's called peptides, about even human growth hormone, and how we stimulate that human growth hormone with specific uh, amino acids, too. Oh, yes. Um, for example, I take myself. I use pellet therapy in myself, testosterone pellet therapy. Usually, it'll last about three to four months, but the pellets last about five to six months in my body. Why? Because I eat right, I sleep, and I do the right things. And when I incorporate peptides on top of my pellets, my pellets last me nine months, the last session that I had. Yeah, likewise, uh, you know, for my own intervention, uh, six to nine months is, is fairly realistic. 
Uh, and it's interesting because with the right herbal combinations, you can help the body to produce some additional testosterone, release more what's called bioavailable free testosterone, and we can at the same time manage or reduce the toxic estrogens that we're exposed to in the environment, in the foods, in cosmetics, and whatever other uh, environmental factors there are. So all that being said, men and women, as we age, can remain youthful, strong, and fit, right? Absolutely. Hey guys, we're having a blast at the Mr. Olympiad. We've uh, been seeing some competitions with the females and the males. Uh, absolutely astonishing physiques. And really this has a history going back to even before Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sergio Oliva, Frank Zane, names that you know in bodybuilding community means a lot because you know if you think about Franco Colombo and Arnold's great friend, I mean there's just so much history in it. It really talks a lot about you know kind of the discipline it takes to be a person who spends maybe eight years, ten years, twenty years training to be the best in the world. Absolutely, and they look amazing. Yeah, and you know, I think the aspects that kind of behind the scenes, in the day of Arnold, it was okay to use testosterone and various enhancing uh, hormones. And so now... Synthetic testosterone. Yes. But there's now an evolution to understand that as we age, we really don't have to depend on synthetic pharmaceutical type uh, interventions. We can use what's called BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement. And I think the great thing about it is that you have people who are in fabulous shape, even during 2020, 2019, a very trying time when people are saying, hey, I didn't have time to work out, I was locked up. But you see these physiques, there is no one lacking here. Exactly, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the reality is that, you know, they're not all 20-year-olds either. There's 30, 35, 40, and, and these guys are and gals are competing and looking fabulous, partly because they've harnessed the power of hormones. How powerful are hormones to regulate how we look, how we feel, and basically how we function on a daily basis? Well, hormones are so important. Hormones are messengers that go throughout your whole entire body. They're ductless. That means that it's not like a vessel that delivers them. They have receptor sites all over your body, from your brain to your thyroid to your ovaries to your cardiovascular system. It is amazing when we talk about hormones. Yeah, and I think there's some misunderstanding about hormones because, you know, I think in athletics, there's a concern about having an unfair playing field and you know whatever wasn't god given you know how dare you but think about it men and women figured these things out and understood the science so what man can figure out and woman should be applied and utilized particularly when it has to do with the toughest battle we all face and that is aging itself yes and unfortunately as as we biologically age our hormone starts to decrease and it starts early in age, doesn't it? Yes, it starts at the age of 25. Our thyroid hormone is one of the first hormone to go. And also, uh, there is what's actually called endocrine disruptors, which are artificially just devastating people's hormone levels of this generation more than probably any generation in history. Exactly, when you have those hormonal um, disruptors, what happens is that it can affect as young as teenagers yes. that have to deal with anxiety or sleep problems. 
Yeah, and I, I have to say, uh, a lot of young boys, you go to the beach and they're already concerned about having uh, a belly and man boobs and so forth. And, you know, kids, really, that's not a normal thing. But we say, well, it's a little bit of baby fat, but it's not. It continues on and gets worse with age. Exactly, and that's too much estrogen, yeah. way too much estrogen. So I, I think it's exciting to see that at, in many cases, people can start with healthy eating, exercise, and herbal intervention. And if a doctor specialist, such as yourself and other practitioners we work with, uh, feel that a hormone level is particularly out of balance, we can intervene, we can use creams, we can use uh, pellets, we can use various things. The youngest uh, man I recall uh, we used testosterone pellets for was around age 26. And he said he never felt right his entire life. There must have been some harsh type endocrine disruptors he was dealing with you know his voice wasn't deep in any way his uh, physique wasn't what it should be and he had no libido at all in his 20s and I remember when we started off with certain interventions sometimes we start off with herbs we might use some cream interventions then for him we did use uh, pellets because his levels were really low and after that he, he felt like a, a new man. He, he got a girlfriend, his job took off, his career. Uh, he, he works in the power of the mind type field. So, you know, a lot of things came together for him just by adjusting and correcting, not just testosterone, but also the hormones that relate to that. Absolutely. And when we have to pellet or anything for a younger male, what happens is that we want to make sure that he gets to right support so you don't have to keep on doing it for the rest of his life. Sometimes you just have to bring him up to that therapeutic level and testosterone actually it passes that blood-brain barrier. That's why it helps with anxiety, it helps with depression as well. It's, it's tremendous and I know of some young men and uh, older gentlemen where there's maybe done an, an, an they did an initial intervention but it didn't quite get them to where they wanted to be. And you know, I, I like to help people think in terms of allow three months, sometimes six months, and may even talk, take longer to really get to fine tune those levels. But once you do, it's, it's like fine tuning the best car in the world, a Ferrari or a Maserati. I mean, it's whatever car you like, Lamborghini. It's, it's a, when done right, the tuning process is incredibly important. Absolutely, because nobody's the same. You know, everybody is biologically different. So it's really important for you to have that conversation with your healthcare provider and see what other hormonal support. Yes, you, we, we can go ahead and increase that testosterone level, but we want to make sure that it funnels down the right pathway. Right. And that's why herbs and supplementation is so important. It is the key to over health, you know, overall health. And, and thinking about that, when we talk about like iodine in, in milligram dosages, you know, we know the immune system's affected by low iodine. And there are endocrine disruptors regarding iodine, such as bromide that's been used in breads or uh, various other toxic uh, exposures. You know, you think about uh, certainly uh, mercury, you know, and its issue mm -hmm. w with iodine. So iodine has a protective factor, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely for your thyroid. Your thyroid gland needs iodine in order for it to function. Just like you mentioned, Dr. Nick, with the halogens, the fluorite, bromide, and, and 
fluoride, bromide, and chloride, yeah. it binds with the receptor cells. It competes with the receptor cells of iodine. So it may take more than your normal one a day, which is maybe microgram, a thousandth of a dose. This is in milligram dosages. So it is in a brand doc nutrient. So the doctors will evaluate your levels through various tests, find out where you're at, and also based on certain symptoms. And you know we see some profound results when using this product and some uh, may even need a glandular intervention as well. Absolutely, and anybody that's on thyroid medication should be on an iodine support because the reason why your gland wasn't functioning to begin with is because you were deficient of the iodine that your thyroid gland needs to function properly. And I, I think it's acceptable to recognize, uh, certainly we can add a full spectrum of trace minerals when Absolutely. we're doing hormonal replacement as well. Yes, and trace minerals, what Dr. Nick means is that it's trace. It's small little micronutrients that's so important for us to support our body from a biological molecular structure type of a right. pathway. And, and I think uh, when you think of hormones, you think of teenagers and hormones raging. Uh, you know, we had a little kid run across the, the camera a little <laughs> earlier and, you know, looks right in the camera like why we're <laughs> so filming, true. like, what? You know, kids do whatever they want to do, yes. right? Uh -huh. But, you know, you think about it, but it's those hormones that are, you know, helping that child to grow and to kind of take on a personality. So a lot of times, you know, when we think of that, we, it's like, harnessing the most powerful thing that you could ever consider harnessing but directing it in the right direction so sometimes the kids break out with pimples blackheads acne and it's so discouraging for them to have these problems and covering up with makeup should not be the only option exactly or giving them birth control pills for non-birth control reasons and right. that's what they do with these girls these young girls at the age of 16 here's the birth control pill to control your acne what about looking at the root cause why right well, what's happening in the gut microbiome what's happening in the hormones that's causing an increase in this estrogen dominance type of situation right so we've been using what we call estroblock cream uh, it's interesting because it came back full circle because when we had created a product that had uh, dim pro, if you will, uh, hormonal balance, it, it has the right type of, if you will, uh, phytochemical uh, indole 3 carbonyl. And uh, one of our early versions had dim in the cream and it made a difference. But now we've released a higher version of Estroblock cream, again, to help many of the teenagers and young ladies who are struggling with estrogen dominance, and some uh, might enjoy that fact that they can target directly and apply the cream directly to the areas that are having the most problems. Exactly, spot treating is like <laughs> the key. <laughs> and it absorbs to the whole body too, right? Yes. There's some added yes. uh, benefit. Mm -hmm. And we were talking earlier about adrenal support and just being able to have uh, a product that has echinacea, garlic, it has the adrenal uh, glandular, you know, these things are part of that overall healthy, strong, energetic immune system as well too, right? Absolutely, I love my adrenal supports because my adrenal is what gets me through stress, gets me through the day and allow me to get into that deep, deep sleep at night as well. Yeah, 
And I, I think that it would go without saying, uh, one of your um, favorite products too is grow muscle, burn fat, right? Yes, it's part of my regiment. It's part of my daily routine. I love drinking that grow muscle, burn fat. Not only does it have that organic beets in it, but I love the amino acids and I put my athletes on it. What are they saying about it? Oh, they love it. <laughs> they love it. And actually, it's it doesn't taste like beets at all. It just has a very pleasant taste. So it helps them with their recovery. Right. And it's interesting because there's some competitors out there that have very effective full-scale marketing programs. They're half the size of this product. They don't have the amino acids. All they have, and I shouldn't belittle all they have, because organic beets are important, and they yes. don't necessarily choose organic. We use organic beets. Uh, this is made in a GMP, uh, pharmaceutical grade factory. So you're looking at US technology, the best in the world. And when you mix it in a drink, whether it be in your smoothie or just with water, you feel the difference really right away. Oh yes, and that's why I support your products, Dr. Nick, is because the source, the sourcing of the product is so important. Yeah. And going to the direct source and make sure that it's clean is what I'm gonna put in my body and that's what I would definitely recommend for my patients as well. And I know there's a lot of talk about hormones and arguably one of the most powerful hormones is insulin. And insulin stability is so important for heart health, for uh, certainly uh, the whole issue of weight gain and controlling that issue. Uh, what do you think about the importance of using bourbon, bergamante, lycopene, and about 20 different herbs in this product to stabilize and to maximize that hormonal benefit of insulin particularly? Well, I call this bottle genie in a bottle because <laughs> it does so much. When I start dissecting all the ingredients that this thing carries, I was so impressed because insulin is a hormone. A lot of people don't understand that. That insulin resistance, that gets trapped outside the cell. We have to deliver it and get it inside the cell in order for us to stabilize our belly fat, stabilize our sugar level, and regulate our metabolism. Like I said, it's my genie in the bottle. And a lot of the bodybuilders understand the power of insulin. It is highly anabolic controlled in a certain fashion that's appropriate. And certainly we know about sugar diabetes and the ability of the correct insulin level to push the sugar into the cells instead of letting the sugar float around as free flow into the general system. So it is critical, isn't it? Absolutely. And then of course, mental focus. When we're looking at not only the methyl donors, but the particular herbs that are known to improve cognition, this is a really important go-to. How important is it the brain and cognition with Alzheimer's on the rise and issues and just, just maybe just, hey, I forgot where my keys are. Yes, well, <laughs> mental focus is really important because our brain health, I mean, our brain is everything. Yes, we can replace our lungs, our kidneys, our heart, but we can't replace our brain yet. So with the mental focus, what it does is that it supports our cognitive function. I feel like it helps me focus a lot. So people with anxiety or ADD, the feedback is that it really helps to calm their brain down. Yeah, I was hearing a, a sad story this week uh, from Shalene Johnson, and she's kind of uh, following on Instagram uh, the issue with her uh, uh, father-in-law, and he's struggling with Alzheimer's. So, you know, just, what, what a family goes through when uh, a loved one can't process just normal information. Exactly. It, it, it's really uh, of concern. It, it is, and, and Dr. Nick, you can actually 
test for the gene for Alzheimer as early as in your 20s. And if we know what the genetic factor is, we have something called epigenetics that you can change through nutrition, through lifestyle change that you're able to turn on or off that genetic expression. Absolutely, I have had the experience of working in conjunction with other uh, doctors in, in the process of looking at vitamin D levels in patients with Alzheimer's, looking at their zinc levels, looking at is their hormones optimized. Everyone just ignores the fact, well, it happens to be that this person is also in their 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and you would expect even thyroid affects cognition and cortisol. So, you know, it's important that if you've just kind of given up and the doctor said, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, but th this Alzheimer's is, as far as we know, incurable, I think you need to go further and look at really what's possible. Absolutely, absolutely. So when we're looking at stem cell enhancer, we're in an age now where we've learned the technology of a ability with medicinal mushrooms, activated barley, certain ingredients that I know you like deer antler, but these things help to release stem cells. And as we age, we just don't produce a release as much out of the bone marrow. So it's a natural process of decline, but it's also important to understand how we can augment and maybe in conjunction with other approved stem cell treatments. Absolutely. I really love the stem cell enhancer. It's a really good and adjunct to stem cell treatment. And also it really helps to support your body because as our body biologically ages, our stem cell starts to decline. So overall anti-aging, it's gotta be one of the key factors. Uh, really uh, also injured athletes. I think they're seeing a difference too. Oh yeah, for recovery. Uh, it's all about recovery. It's not just the training part, but it's recovery. They need to recover their cells, their tissue, their muscles. It, it needs time to recover and you really need to put the proper nutrients in it to facilitate that process. Yeah, I've seen certain athletes, you know, do good traditional treatments all the way from, you know, physical therapy to uh, massage therapy to acupuncture to cold treatments and it just didn't quite solve it. I mean once you deal with the overall possibly inflammation there's a certain degree of inflammation you need to deal with uh, mm -hmm. in an injury but once you get past that it could be the repair system is not functioning and they need that release of stem cells. Absolutely. And then st uh, stay, stay Young Chewable, the tablets. Yes, I love that too. <laughs> I chew on it every day. It's part of my morning routine. And actually I put like um, my young kids on it. Young kids, um, it really helps them because of it, it tastes pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're getting a good source of vitamin B12. We know how important that is for cognition and brain function. Yes. And also uh, the type of folic acid, so important, 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate. It's mm -hmm. got niacin to detoxify. It certainly is a, an additional source of plant nitrates. Uh, using uh, a, a red burst technology with spinach. And it's uh, really a, a, a great product because it, it's simple and easy. You just chew on it and it's tasty and exactly. it works. Exactly, and like I said, the reason why I was like fascinated with it is because I had this seven-year-old patient and he comes in with this sniffling. And of course, we're in the corona season and of course everybody's thinking, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> and he's just having allergies. Well, I place him on the stay young and then it went away. But when you think about it, Dr. Nick, kids, what do they do? They eat those little 
processed, you know, lunchables or the fast food, and, and, and we can't really control what. Well, when my son was younger, I was able to control his food intake. But when he starts going to school and they had tray his organic apple for his best friend Dylan's little fruit roll up, I mean, I can't control that. Yeah. So w the only thing that I control is the food that I feed him at home and the supplement I support his growing brain and growing body. Right. And I think people need to recognize the importance of sleep to sustain healthy hormone levels. Oh, absolutely. And, and some of these kids, they stay up all night playing video games and they don't have enough sleep. Yeah. And, and the whole rejuvenative process, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more important, particularly with families char uh, challenged with the stay at home situation, homeschooling and virtual training. And it's, it's really important that people understand the importance of kind of getting that exercise in, the detoxification and the benefit of exercise, lymphatic stimulation. Uh, there, there's so many topics we can cover, but you know, for this segment, I think it's important that people recognize uh, the evaluation, uh, knowing physical symptoms, uh, whether it be online questionnaires and also in office situations. You're in Tampa Bay, Florida? Yes, Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> You're in my hometown I, now. I, I'm up the street <laughs> from your clinic here. Yes, at you the, are. Uh, Mr. Olympiad, I think for the first time, they uh, almost every year held it in Las Vegas. And uh, now, um, because of the uh, COVID situation, they moved it to Orlando. And we're here reporting and excited about uh, the incredible athletes that are here oh, yes. and uh, some exciting stories that are about to unfold in the 2020 competitions uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, Phil Heath, a, a past winner of multiple uh, titles and uh, some of the big guys are going at it and uh, the ladies, I saw the prejudging earlier, I was just uh, astonished at how amazing these people have brought their personal physiques up to, just unbelievable. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Be well, be strong. And, you know, it's all about how you look, how you feel, what you're doing to contribute back to society. And we enjoy sharing this with you. So please share uh, with your group and we'll be happy to continue to bring you more information as we travel to get to the best stories here in Orlando, Florida, Mr. Olympiad 2020. Yes, and I'm Dr. Kathleen. Please like, follow, and subscribe. I like that. That helps us to produce quality shows and have a lot of fun. So look forward to some of the things that are about to unfold. Well, welcome to Florida, Dr. Nick. A little chilly here uh, I know. in Orlando. What's up? <laughs> I was I, like, did you bring the cold? I came in from Southern California, and I'm like, whoa, it's even colder here. We'll get that taken care of. We'll warm your hearts up tonight and tomorrow. So. Stay tuned for some more segments. Bye, everyone. Bye.